Welcome to our second episode of How We Bounce Back. We hope you enjoyed our premiere with AB and having a great week so far. So now we heard from my best friend. Let's hear from Rosemary's best friend. I've known her for almost four years since moving to LA. She currently resides in Garden Grove, California. She's Associate Clinical Director at Behavior Frontiers. She was formerly a Behavior Program Supervisor for Autism Spectrum Interventions. She traveled end-to-end on this earth from South Korea to Italy. She's a big fan of music and thrill. She's a five-time visitor to Coachella, a nine-time visitor to EDC, and a staggering 100-time visitor to Disneyland. She loves the force being a big fan of Anakin and Kylo Ren. She's a great friend of the herd and a sister for me and Rosemary. She is the amazing Christina Gallardo. Wow. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for that awesome intro, James. But yes, Kylo Ren for the win. What is up with you, Christina? Long time no see. How's everything been? Things are going well. It's now what? We're in October, so it's like my favorite time of year is fall, it's Halloween. Um, although Halloween's gonna look different this year, but I'm just so 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 excited. Um, but no, everything's going well. Working, working out, same old, same old. How about you? How have you been? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe, like you said, it's October. Time is flying by. It's been what seven or eight months since the pandemic started, but it just you know, it, it felt it. Uh, it's felt slow. It's felt fast. You know, but it's really helped. I think you know. God bless everyone in this pandemic right now. God bless you know everyone that is that that has suffered. Prayers are are for everybody. For everybody. Everybody. No matter what. Like this has been tough. Even even with with if you're not going through COVID for mental health for any kind of other health issues, you know, it it's been tough. You know, I had a, a health issue, obviously as i mentioned so it's it's praying for everybody um i think the one thing the pandemic teaches us is definitely to also value simple and reset you know and really reset and for actually focus on our health you know something that we have not looked out for is our health so yeah i, I think me and rose we were doing good you've inspired me and rosemary you gave rosemary the beach body workout and whatnot you know i'm starting to jog like and someday i'll catch up to Novardo doing like 50 miles of biking i don't know that's a little bit out of my my range but one, one of these days but we're all we're all focusing on fitness health just being fine just to stay at home and enjoy a roof on their head and the the, the food in the fridge and you know it, it's been it's been great i would say you got we we look at the glass more half full than half empty so that's what we keep striving for sure i agree i agree at the start of the pandemic it was a lot more difficult mentally um like my mental health um it's gotten better definitely gotten better but you're so right about it sometimes feeling super slow and then sometimes it kind of like going by fast but now that we're at the tail end of the um 2020 yeah man and then like this next few months are like my favorite a lot of just like family time a lot of just like you know friend time just like love all around so i'm excited with you know what the end of the year is gonna bring so just gotta continue to see the last half um full you're right absolutely yeah and and then i know during the pandemic you just visited yosemite lake tahoe <laughs> and several other national forests or national parks in, in norcal i do want to ask and like it's a big thing like how does being in the, the great outdoors feel after being quarantined for so long it feels really good um when, when we went up north or unfortunately it was when all the fires were happening but I mean, we still went and we definitely made the most out of the trip. We still saw a lot of beautiful sights like Yosemite. Um, we had a really good day where it rained overnight and it cleared up a lot of ash and smoke. It's beautiful. It just felt, it felt nice just to be out in nature, just be out of the house, just to, just to be out. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's kind of like, definitely taking like a step back and made it made me want to visit more national forests like i've never been to yellowstone i've never been to you know what i mean that was my first time in yosemite like i want to go back so it definitely uh lit something in me like oh i, I want to go visit the forest like even the sierra national forest like i want to go visit them so hopefully in the spring once fire season is over and the holidays yeah. are definitely probably in the spring and I've been even wanting to go camping more like I've been telling my family like I want to go camping like 
just more more outdoors definitely yeah such a serenity and just a peace being hearing just outside and just fresh air and clearer skies i mean you know it's been rough lately but like you know it's different like when you're in a city versus being so far away from all of that you know just get, getting getting uh the sounds of nature and the feeling of that so that that's great that you enjoyed and definitely oh uh, well, i think a lot of people are going to make a big part of that as we as we move on like as we get get older exactly we should all definitely like just plan a camping trip or something in the spring and we'll go without so another thing I mentioned in the intro, you know, you love music, you know, EDM pop a little bit, you know, all that fun stuff. You know, uh, this is a fun question. What's your ideal music festival headliners for a three-night event? Oh, my goodness. Anybody? Anybody. Yeah, yeah. It don't have to be EDM or pop. <gasps> oh, my God. Probably Lady Gaga. Riri, oh my god, I love Rihanna, um, Calvin Harris, Armin Van Buren, Andrew Rael, um, Blau. I don't know about all these other people, but. <laughs> <laughs> Blau, oh my god, who else do I lose? Oh my god, Blackpink. Blackpink just oh released god. their new album. So, oh my god, if all these people were at a, oh my god, yes. I wouldn't go home. I'd probably like sleep at the venue for the next day. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of headliners for a three-night event, and you kind of start tailing off to the EDM deep end towards the end of that. But I do, you know, that that the vibe, you know, I know, you know, I some of me and my friends, we went to the 2016 Coachella, and you know, Cal, Calvin Harris headlining. That was we that was underrated. We're not big EDM fans, and he blew the roof off, and he actually brought Rihanna out. Brought Rihanna. Yes. Out. And Rihanna's yeah, she gets uh, popping too. So yes, yeah, yes love yes. that lineup. Yeah. Definitely. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. That would be so much fun. If I can like hand pick the headliner. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. So uh, I know uh, another thing too, you like, you know, movies, culture, you know, you like, you really like, uh, you know, especially like I mentioned Disneyland, you know, that's a big thing, but you know, Disney owns like a lot of the, you know, the brands such as Lucas films and, you know, uh, Marvel and, Pixar, and you know, it's, it's definitely a beast in and of its own. Well, I do want to ask, and maybe this might be a challenging question. What was the one of the funniest things you've ever seen in movies? Oh my goodness. Funniest things I've ever seen in movies? Maybe funniest scenes you've ever seen in movies. What is something that you remember to the heart? Oh my That's hard. But I guess the only thing that stands out is it, it's really random. It's really random. I guess the one movie that stands out was <laughs> the one movie that stands out, and it's because of my entire family. I think they made it a lot more funnier than what it was. Is um, the movie called uh, Nacho Libre with Jack Black? I don't know <laughs> like I think because like when I was. <laughs> I think because when I was watching it, I was like, I, I can't movies. believe this is a real movie. But the thing is, my family would react to it. Like, when I say my family, I mean my extended family, like my uncles and aunts and stuff. Yeah. Like, they would make it, it was funny, but they made it like, it was, it, to this day, they make it sound like it's the funniest movie they've ever seen. I mean, it's a funny yeah. movie, but at the same time, yeah, I was yeah. watching it and I was just like, wait a minute, like, this is an actual movie. It's funny. Like, I remember one time we went camping and they, like, took the movie on DVD to show it on a projector. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they're, like, they're so funny. That's what stands out because I think just, like, their reaction to it. And it makes me laugh because I'm just, like, wow. Like, yeah. you guys really, <laughs> you guys really like the movie. <laughs> yeah, much. yeah. I, you know, totally get it. I've been a fan of, like, a lot of the American Pie movies growing up. You know, a lot of National Lampoon movies, you know, like even the interview I thought was one of the most hilarious movies. But, you know, some of these movies, they they really the the comedy, the the just kind of like trolling and making fun of making fun of the situation and what's like kind of like, you know, what's the norm and trying to tease that, especially with someone like good actors, especially in Nacho Libre. I know James Franco is one of my favorites as well, you know. Seth Rogen, good, goodness Lord, he's, you know, 
just beyond any kind of funny ever you know like the super bads the hangovers like oh just God, make fun. yeah sometimes you just laugh and make fun of yourself you got you gotta really you know enjoy that you know, i was expecting something from like pixar and star wars or avengers that's but why you, that's why it was, I, I, it was a hard question because i'm like you yeah. would that's something i would say but then the yeah. one thing that you know was that and then also meet the fuckers i thought that movie was hilarious. oh yeah that's like <laughs> and anyone especially for those of you who are about to get married and introducing the other parents, the awkward tension of like, you know, the parents being, especially the way Jack Burns is, the crazy strict dad and, you know, the overzealous, uh, you know, Fokker parents. And uh, I think they were in Miami or something. Like just that dynamic is seeing like two different personalities and backgrounds and just kind of seeing them, you know, like try to cope, but then like they argue, but then they come, come to a compromise it's the beautiful story it's hilarious it's awkward but you know i think that movie is really made because of how you know um robert de niro is as as an actor so ben stiller will always be a legend too but it's really robert de niro i feel like jack burns had to take the cake of how crazy like, that cia yeah. cia kind of lie detector test dad that kind of is you know god bless that's not none of our dads but, I know, uh, seriously, whatever. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, absolutely. So I as I mentioned too, like you're also a big Star Wars fan, as I am myself, as many of us. What is your favorite moment in all of Star Wars movies? Um uh, there are two moments that stand out actually. I love, I know it sounds evil, but I love that scene in the episode three when Anakin or when um, Obi-Wan goes to, is it Mustafar, right? And Padme is there and that, that's when Anakin like truly like, I guess he like turned, well not turns to the dark side, but when him and Obi-Wan battled it out and then the freaking, the song in the background playing, what is it called? I think Battle of Heroes or something. It's Dual so fate. dramatic. I love that scene when Obi-Wan and Anakin battle it out with their lightsabers. Oh my gosh, I think that's so good. And then the other scene, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely when Kylo Ren and Rey um, had their moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Those are the, I, I love Rey Lowe. I'm sorry, always will. <laughs> I can't. I know I'm outnumbered, but I just, I can't. It's like a guilty pleasure of mine. I just love it so much. On Instagram, I follow the hashtag Raylo. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like so embarrassing, huh? But whatever. I like it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. That, that's definitely too, uh, I would say the first one's iconic. Maybe the second one is more, uh, you know, oh, I guess we can say iconic. But no one likes it. No, no one likes the whole Raylo idea. I'm here for it. Whatever. (laughs) All right, Christina, before we move into the deeper questions, let's play a game called Word Speak, inspired by the great Jimmy Fallon. So Rosemary will text you five unique words, and I have five unique words on these index cards. I guess these are sticky notes Rosemary gave me. I promise I have not looked at them, so we have a unique and genuine gameplay here. For each word, we'll take turns improvising a conversation. But for the word that Rosemary texted with you, or the word, she's gonna text you all five at the same time, you sneak that word in the conversation. So make sure you go in order of the word she texted you. Now I'll do the same with the cards that I'm looking at. For example, if your word is breadstick, you will make up a sentence towards me such as, I'm about to go to lunch, and we're gonna go to Olive Garden with my family, their salad and breadsticks are what we're there for. And, you know, I'm going to like, oh, like, what we doing? Salad or breadsticks? But I can guess it. There's no competition here, no scoring system. It's all for fun. And then I follow up. So when it's my turn, we just go back and forth to changing sentences. Then if my word is gerbil, I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to be caught off guard and be like, okay, fuck. Like, how am I going to, you know, come up with a sentence here? Then I can go like, oh, I love Olive Garden. My family goes there a lot. We saw a gerbil on the loose in the restaurant. So, you know, and then you can even call me out. It's just a fun game. Again, no competition. It's just for the audience's amusement. You know, you can call out the words, uh, you know, just for fun of each other. You can laugh and say, what the, what the F is my word right now? 
you know, the audience at home, you all will be seeing the words on your screen as me and Christina are reciting our sentences and it's just for everyone's enjoyment. So does that all make sense, Christina? Yes, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right, ladies first, you can start off. Oh, I'm gonna start? Okay. Um, so then I just bring it up. It, can it be more than one sentence or has to be in one sentence? It can be more than one sentence. Yeah, yeah, you can be too, maybe not ramble off for too long, but then pause and not know <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. The words for Christina, Iron Man. The words for James, armpit hair. You know, I'm a Disney fan, huge Marvel fan. When Endgame came out, I went to go watch it in theaters like eight times because I could not get over the fact that Iron Man died. Hmm. That was casual, but, you know, we, we were over there. We also, me and Rosemary watched Endgame, you know, when it premiered, you know, but there was, oh my gosh, there was a lot of crazy, like, people in our theater on the premiere night. You know, that's when you get the people all drinking alcohol, some smelly people they're wearing white beaters or, you know, they're, they got stains on their shirt. They're picking their nose, you know, they're all like their armpit hair smells, you know, their feet are off, socks are off, you know, it's all, it's all nastiness. So, but we enjoyed the, the movie. It's one of my, my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So do I continue or do I try to figure out what word was? You can continue because you probably can't figure it out. I, I did a good job rolling that That's off. a really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word for Christina, walrus. The words for James, whale hole. This is true. I think one time when I went to the theater, um, there was a lot of people drinking alcohol, just acting, you know, chaotic, acting crazy. Um, they kept, during the movie, there was this one time where this one guy, I forgot what movie I watched, but this one guy just started making walrus noises and like seal sounds. <laughs> walrus, wait, like, wait, what was the other one? <laughs> and seal sounds during the movie. It was, yeah, it was, it might have been funny, but I was trying to pay attention, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that, that sounds crazy. I feel like, you know, you know, with, with all those walrus and seal sounds, it actually reminds me of uh, these vacations. We all go into the Philippines, you know, we're always swimming in the ocean and, you know, they actually allow us to swim with the sharks, you know, there's, I guess there's walruses, you know, there's whale sounds, you know, like there's, you know, sometimes people are swimming into the whale hole. It's like, it's all crazy out there, you know. <laughs> I did not, I did not rub that, I did not insert that in really well. But. <laughs> wow. The words for Christina, turkey garbler. The words for James. Metapod hardened. Okay, no, I mean, that's pretty neat. I mean, now thinking back, yeah. One time there was this one really random moment, though, when I was beachside, you know, there's seals, walruses all along the beach, and then all of a sudden there was, like, this turkey uh, gobbler that was just, like, <laughs> walked by. Get out of here, man. Oh, my gosh. That was too obvious. Turkey gobbler. <laughs> Like you showcased that on the stage right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, you know, actually speaking of all the animals, like, you know, like one growing up, Pokemon was, you know, one of the favorite things. I we like growing up there we played Game Boy, we we like, you know, we collect like Pokemon cards, there's the Charizard, there's the Blastoise, we played the N64, they're doing all kinds of crazy moves like the Zap Dose, Electrocute, and the Metapod Harden, and the Dig Dug, like, or whatever the little things like coming out of the ground, you know. There's, yeah, you know, animals are cool. <laughs> I can't believe I just tied in animals and damn Pokemon moves. Lord. The word for Christina, Jigglypuff. The word for James, Goblins. Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon's cool and all. Yeah. Pikachu, Jigglypuff. They're all super cute. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Wait, that was your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu, it's gotta be Pikachu then. Like that's not alright, hold on. Like the audience is probably they can see all of this, but you know, now 
you know, we're transitioning into all of these cartoons and whatnot, you know, I can't. <laughs> what the oh, fuck? No. I, I think I missed, I think I messed mine up. Oh my God. But my number, oh, never mind. Okay, go on. I think I, never mind. Yeah. I messed up. It, it, it's all good. I mean, like, there's, there's just so one many... word left, but it should have been the pre, the one. Yeah. Anyway, go on. I'll see how no, I can figure this in. No worries. I mean, like, you know, there's crazy people out in this world. You know, there's, you know, um, and it, it, it ties back to a lot of things we see in movies. You know, like there's, there's a hunchback, Notre Dame. There's like, you know, there's, uh, damn, like. <laughs> I can't fit this one in. I was just gonna say, you no. know, there, there's a lot of crazy people in this world. You know, there's a lot of, you know, ratchetness. Like, there's, you know, there's the goons and the goblins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can be one of them goons and the goblins. You know, I feel like, you know, me. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fool for life. So, you know, it is what it is. The word for Christina, nip slip. The words for James, raccoon rabies. Goons and the goblins. Wow. But I've heard that goons and goblins, they have a history of like engaging in kind of inappropriate acts. Mm. You know, like mooning other people, skinny dipping, nip slip. Definitely. Yeah. Goons and goblins, man. So oh, okay. Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl with a nip slip. <laughs> oh my gosh it's okay i mean i did hear there's like you know there's a one time there's a super bowl where you know they it was the eagles in the super bowl they let an eagle fly around the stadium and i you know sometimes they let a fox run around you know and there, there's you know they let animals come in because a lot of the nfl teams are nfl mascots you know you, but then there was like rats and there was bats and then you know like people are catching, you know, kinds of rabies, bat rabies, raccoon rabies, you know, like it, it, it's crazy. Mouse, mice, and everything like that. Did you like add a sixth word? Oh my God. Do I have a sixth word right now? Probably. I thought we did five already. One. Oh, it's because you started, I think. One, two, oh, three. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Right. So you ended it. Oh my God. That was yeah. great. Good job, Christina. I hope you had I, fun with that. Huh? I, tried. I tried. Yeah. Awesome. Nips. Wait, what was the what what was the whale one though? Are it was walrus or did you have walrus or okay. and walrus, yeah. All right. I I figured it was walrus. That was a little uncommon. And then Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu, no, right? It was Jigglypuff. Oh gosh, gosh. Okay. Okay. But I'm glad you brought up Pokemon first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, that yeah that was helpful the turkey gobbler that was so hard i didn't even know what to say yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's like you the way you you said it and i think this is awesome because it, improvising i was saying it to our other interviewer earlier like it's such a good trait to have when you're in any kind of work meetings or talking to people or whatever or or you know it's, it's how we are or maybe when you're doing a speech at a wedding or what anything like that but it's just like it's so funny how you said turkey gobbler, and you're like, and then we have the turkey gobbler. And I was like, oh, she just presented the turkey gobbler. So obvious. Oh my god. Cool. All right, Christina, let's get serious and discuss some of the deeper questions. The first question I want to ask: What was the toughest time in your life, and how did you bounce back from it? Oh man. Okay. Um, I will talk about, yeah, okay. Uh, toughest time in my life. Uh, I want to say February, I, February 2019, so last February. Um, you were actually there, James. You and Rosemary. Um, we went to Vegas, remember? Yep. And, um, it was a lot of fun because we all rented an Airbnb with the herd and it was so much fun. We were celebrating just like um, the February and January birthdays. Um, it was night one that we were going to go out clubbing. Uh, I forget what night it was, but I remember we were all getting ready. And then I, I, it's an Airbnb and I was downstairs getting ready. 
So I've struggled with my weight my entire life. Um, I remember packing for this trip. I was like, oh yeah, like I was so excited. But then when we were getting ready that, that first night to go clubbing, I had realized that like what I had packed wasn't fitting me anymore. So I had a little moment of panic. No one knew this. I don't think you even remember. I don't think anyone caught on. Like I didn't tell anybody. So I was freaking out a little bit in the bathroom and I didn't want to make a scene. I wanted to go to the store to find something else to wear, but I made it work somehow with like my, I had a jumpsuit at the time, so I made it work. But I had a moment in that bathroom by myself when I was trying on all of my club wear and realizing it wasn't fitting me or it didn't fit me anymore. Um, yeah, I was really depressed. I felt super low. I wanted to cut the trip short. I wanted to leave. I just did not feel good about myself. Um, but I needed to put up a front because I didn't want to make anyone like feel awkward or anything. So, but the rest of that weekend was just like, I was not happy. I mean, I was hiding it, but, um, sorry, sorry. I've come a long way, but I just, thinking back to that moment, like, it was really sad. So I made it work, and, you know, it was so much fun. The whole weekend was so much fun around you guys. And then I remember the drive back, yeah, Sunday. It was like the longest drive back ever. I was so sick and tired of, I was just like, I need to do something. I hate feeling so like, you know, I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not skinny. I didn't feel pretty. I didn't feel smart. I didn't feel capable. I didn't, I just felt like I wasn't enough. I was really hard on myself. So I remember I was scrolling through, um, I was scrolling through Facebook on the car ride home and I had saw someone post something about like, oh, are you ready to make a change from like the living room from, you know, just from um, your home and your living room? You don't need the gym. You know, you can have a trainer tell you what to do right on your TV screen. So I was like um, on Facebook and I saw this post and I was like, oh, that's cool. So I looked into it more. And um, that's when I saw the whole thing about Beachbody. And I was just kind of like. I'm like, well, I mean, it's from the comfort of my home. Like, I can start it and see how it goes. Um, so anyway, so we ended up going ahead and, uh, or I enrolled. I, I reached out to this person who is now my Beachbody coach. Shout out to Whitney. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so I enrolled. And then she told me, she's like, oh, you don't have to get weights yet. You can just use water bottles to start. There's a bunch of different programs that range from like beginner level to, inter um, to advanced. They have like cardio, they have weight training, especially since I had previously tried gyms and stuff, but I just always felt super uncomfortable. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll give this a shot. Um, so then in March, yeah. So yeah, March, 2019, I started Beachbody. That's when I started the whole kind of like my weight loss journey. Um, I remember the very first day I tried Beachbody and it was very, uh, very discouraging. Um, I did cry the first workout because it was so hard. And I just realized like, just like how out of shape and how I realized how hard it was going to be. Um, and I remember I did the first workout here in my room. I streamed it from my phone because I didn't want to do it in the living room yet. I was embarrassed, even with my family. Um, so I tried it here in my room. I remember I got super tired, like a few minutes in. And I remember just kind of like, I paused it and I just, I started crying. I was like, there's, what's the point? And I was like, what's the point? Like you have, anyway, I was, I, I was always in just like, a really bad mental space I was always putting myself down and I always yeah so I think for a good month um when doing beach body like I would just like cry after every workout <laughs> so dramatic I would just be like oh like what's the point I think it's because like I I would I would see how I would see how long this journey would be you know what I mean so I would be very 
but after I would cry every um, workout the first month, I told myself, I was like, Christina, I would try to just like stop the negative thoughts. And I'd be like, Christina, you just need to, you need to try, like, don't give up this time. Because I've tried so many diets before. I've tried like Weight Watchers, Atkins. I've, tr I've tried going to the gym. I used to try all the time from high school and on. But I told myself, I was like, you can do this. Like, just don't, just don't give up. Let's, I told myself, let's see what happens when you don't give up this time. Just give it time. So I remember the first few months getting on the scale, nothing would move. It's very discouraging, but I kept telling myself, like, Christina, don't give up. It took me years to put on my weight. You know what I mean? It's not going to, like, come off in days or even months. Like, you, I need to give it time. So I think by, like, the two and a half, third month mark, I had seen finally that I went down five pounds. Those five pounds are, like, what fueled me to keep going. And that's how I did um, my, you know, to this day, just aiming one pound at a time, five pound increments. Like I ended up having a terminal goal, but I wouldn't see it like that, like a long-term goal. I just focus on this next pound down, this next pound down and just like being consistent and showing up for myself every day. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know that's a long response to your question and you're like, well, yeah, toughest time in your life and how you bounce back. It's just showing up for myself every day. Um, you know, it took me, how old was I? It took me 28 years for me to change my perspective and like to really, to really commit and to really realize like, I need to make a change. I've been overweight my entire life. Um, I had always over, overthought um, everything due to my weight, broke furniture, um, struggled to put on or like tie shoes, flying on airplanes, getting worried if the uh, seatbelt won't work or won't fit um getting kicked off rides like or roller coasters at amusement parks it sucks i mean now things are so much better but i just i remember all those moments um you know they were just like heartbreaking situations that have always happened throughout my life because of my weight um, but I, you know, but now I am more focused on who I can be and who I, who I'm becoming. So I've lost so much physically. I'm currently down 95 pounds, by the way, almost hitting that a hundred. But, um, I feel that, yeah, okay. I've lost a lot physically, but I feel that I've gained so much more mentally emotionally and spiritually um yeah i mean we are our own worst critic once you start believing in yourself you, there's like nothing you cannot do and i i've realized that this whole weight loss journey is definitely it's it's been so hard you have to like showing up for yourself every day and being consistent. Honestly, it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, before this, I thought it was grad school. This is, com this is something completely different. Grad school, you know, you're given a textbook, you're given an assignment, like, okay, you can do it. But this, the mental toll and the emotional toll it has on you, it's a lot. So I'm glad that I truly, I'm glad that I truly care about myself um when that change in perspective when that weekend in vegas happened and i had that moment it's just like it was like a light switch like something happened and it's crazy because before that i had moments too like the ones i listed to you but i guess they weren't so 
I don't want to say traumatizing, but I guess they weren't, it wasn't enough to go ahead and just like light that fire or like turn that switch. Um, I am so much more, I am confident right now. I am, I feel that I know my worth. I'm happy. And I know that that would not have been possible without my change in perspective. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was like a long response, but. No, that's, that's, that's amazing, Christina. That honestly, that is, uh, I said to you before we started this episode, you have such a superwoman journey. And you like to go through, it's not only the physical aspect of things of what you went through but just you know mentally and then what you saw and what you what you what you you know these thoughts about your yourself and you know how you know there's certain things that society asked us to to sort of be so you know for i i, I want to say though like your your mental your mental strength your your stability like you you say you went through these times like you know with the airplane and the roller coaster and and whatnot but for you to like not let that i know that it's a slow it slowly eats you but to not let you drown you in the moment and still be confident and be who you are and be like i i always say unwavering positivity that's literally what you had your entire life so don't think the last 28 years was something that you you know it only took till february to wake up on like you or had so many strengths you had so many strengths that many other people didn't have so like you know there's things that you felt that are negative but you you found a way to cope with it and the positive yes february happened and it, it kind of it, it it does slow eat and there's like an like it erupts right there and then yeah now it's a wake-up call and now it's gonna take me on this journey you know and then being with the pandemic and being at home and so easy like you know convenient that you picked up the beach body you were influenced by something that you saw you know and that rosemary has taken upon that too you know i have taken upon that myself as well it's just like now we don't have to go to the gym right now you know there's times that you do but like to really focus on on our physical health and our uh, and our your well-being like it's 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 paramount during the this time and it's been it should have been paramount through our entire lives but your mental strength through all of this yeah like don't think that was ever a sign of fault or weakness you've had it there inside your heart you've had it there inside your mind you you were always the 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 toughest christina gallardo that you could ever be and now you're going to carry that until you know you have kids your grandkids you know you're going to carry it you're going to pass it on to other generations you're inspiring us all now and like it's so powerful and I'm, we're proud of you and we we love you through all that you like honestly again i'm gonna say it you're it's a superwoman story that you have shown all of us and then like even back then i think about to who i was you know elementary junior high high school college like through my early 20s like i'm never i'm never gonna be here to ever downgrade like the old me, you know what I mean? Like when, I, I don't even say the whole me, like I'm still the same person. I guess it's just when I look differently, like even when I was heavier, like I'm not here to ever downgrade that person. I always felt like I was a badass bitch. Are you kidding me? Like I never let that hold me back. You know what I mean? Like I traveled the world when I was heavier. That's when I was getting on the planes the most. That's when I was doing these like experiences. There you go. I never let my weight hold me back, but of course, like I would have moments where it's like, things would be easier if, you know, I was just healthier. Um, and then realizing like I, to this day, now I'm, the whole just like mental view I have on everything now, like it's not even just to look skinny. Like I don't care about being skinny anymore. Now it's just to be healthier. That's all I care about. I don't wanna know, like, I'm so much healthier right now. Like, yeah, I'm going to keep, I want to keep losing, but the, 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 the number on the scale or like being a certain pant size, like that's not what makes me me. Like I want to just like, you know, try to live a long, healthy life. 
so healthy is definitely the key word. Like it's not even skinny anymore. And back then I used to always be like, oh, I had to look a, look a certain way. I had to be this, how to be that. No, I'll feel healthier. You know what I mean? Like diabetes runs in my family. We have mm. high blood pressure. Like I remember last, when did I go for a checkup? I think it was this June. Like I went for a checkup. I told the doctor, like, I want to check everything. Like you need like all the blood work. Like I just want to check all my levels, like a very comprehensive blood work exam. Everything's fine. You know what I mean? Like everything's good. Like I'm not even, like, there's no sign of diabetes. Blood pressure is fine. Like I'm super healthy right now. So just got to, just got to keep at it. I mean, I have a, like I said, I have a long-term goal. I'm almost approaching that. I'm like, yeah, I'm almost there. It's my long-term goal. When I hit that goal, like then maybe I'll make another goal. Maybe it'll be to tone. Maybe it'll be to, you know what I mean? But it's not because like, oh, I want to go down to a size four. No, no, it's not like that at all. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And I, I think that's something that you said that was unique to to what society, you know, would ask. Like it doesn't matter what we look. It's a matter of being healthy. It's a matter, you know, what you know, we all go to a doctor and like people don't even pay attention to their blood pressure or their heart rate. I just started paying attention to that now, you know, and like I you know, stress stress is a big thing, you know, and we want to try to lower that as well. And like that's you know, there's ties with it, right? There's ties with physical image, there's ties with work, you know, and so forth. But for you to focus and balance the mental health of things, feeling healthy, also being cognizant of physical image, you know, um, you balance all those things out, right? You're weighing out, you know, it doesn't mean by uh, cosmetic, like what we look like, you know, it's about taking care of our internal health, our organs, our you know, our blood pressure, you know, our mental health, you know, and it's like feeling good. Like you, you know, we're, we're all, we're all never cardio people. We're all trying to get, get, you know, get up to tone with that, you know, Novardo is big on that as well. So, you know, I think you, you definitely found that balance. You, you continue to, uh, you know, find that meaningful. You definitely search in yourself, you internalize and you, you know, at, at times, you know, the one thing I want to I want to say is like through all of these experiences you had in your life, you didn't really drown in your sorrows. You didn't beat yourself up. You know, maybe there was times you were like, why? But you never felt like, you know, well, we'll keep keep on going. Right. You know, and now that you were in this uh, pandemic and sort of in a reset mode and, you know, you're you're being proud and you you said, you, you know, you have you know you you pick the beach by on demand you have a long-term vision of where you want to be you know both career physically with family you're a big family person you know it's always like you know family is one of the biggest things the biggest thing to feel comfort and to feel at home and really to feel like that's our true the most truest form of being thankful uh for what we have in life you know so just having all that, it all ties back to the mental part of it. But, you know, you're, it, it, it's something that we look up to you on. Like, we're, we're really proud of you on how you, you've been, like, you, the, the bigger sister for the herd and for, for your family and for your friends, for Rosemary, for myself. You know, we, you know, you always had all the wisdom. And so to see that you're, you continue to get wiser and wiser beyond your years, and, uh, you know, it's, it, you know, we have, we have such long, beautiful lives ahead. And I'm really happy to hear that, you know, this is, you know, this is something that, you know, we're going to always put in the forefront when we start talking about taking care of ourselves. It's not about what we look like to other people, but it's about how we feel, feel in with inside ourselves. I agree. Thank you, James. I do want to ask uh, as well, Christina, you know, we, we, we talked about a lot of those things. You, you know, answered a lot of the questions that I was going to ask you, you know, about the, you know, the, the insecurities that have shown up in your life, you know, like what your physical image brings to you. But I, I don't think we've answered this yet, though. You know, you're, it's, it's October now, 2020. You know, you're a different Christina. You know, what, uh, you definitely evolved and changed, you know, in your mindset has gone miles and miles beyond you, what you could have thought of back in February. 
right? A lot. I want to yeah. ask here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like it's well, been over a year no yeah been, been around the moon, been around the sun the moon and all that yeah i hear you i <laughs> i want to i want to ask like you know what, what does this what does your today what does your newfound confidence like what what does that bring to you you know like how when you navigate through all this emotions what did you know what does newfound confidence bring to you how does this drive your well-being and how do you how do you find this to be, you know, how do you see this being sustainable for the rest of your life for that matter? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel that life's a lot more, it's more clear. It's like a clear path. The thing that's been the most consistent throughout my journey is the fact that I show up for myself every damn day, seven days a week even Sundays, you know what I mean? And that can look different for everyone. For me right now, it is like, oh, I'm working out every day. Am I watching what I eat every day? No. But, you know, weekends, I tend to cheat a little bit. But that's the thing. It's a lifestyle. I don't diet. It's just making better choices. I don't deprive myself of like hot Cheetos or like, you know, in and out McDonald's. Like, you just have to, I, I'm making just better choices. Um, I don't like diets, especially like, oh, you can't, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel that that's a way to live. And obviously the way I've been doing it, it's been working because I'm not following a specific diet. Um, the working out is super consistent. I'm trying different things. I don't like cardio, but I still do it. Okay. A part of me maybe does like running. I just wish I was better at it, but that's just going to take time. Um, I, I still, I push my, um, I push myself every day for my own happiness. Um, we need to be kind to ourselves. We need to challenge ourselves and we just need to learn to love ourselves through all the stages. Cause I feel that they're all super important. Um, so like, you know, like I said, like even before, like all my pretty down moments, like dark moments, like, I still appreciate them. I'm grateful for them because it's made me who I am today, like where I, where I stand today. You know, this journey may have started with me not knowing where it would lead. Um, but once I started it, it led me to where I am today. So I am just so, so, so glad that I look back and never, ever in a hundred years, James, did I think that I'd be where I am today with my health, with how I look like, no, if, if you would have told if, if during that trip, February, 2019, that Vegas trip, if you had told me like, Oh, Christina in October, 2020, you're going to be 95 pounds down. You're going to be so much hot. Like I would have never believed you. Nope. There's nope. Um, but yeah, just so much has changed. I look back and like, I, I look forward to what more I can do. Like I've proved to myself, I've seen what I'm capable of. I, sometimes I feel invincible. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? Bring it on. Like whatever challenges in life happens, like, okay, like, let's do this. Like, just cause I feel that I've been to kind of like, and back when it comes to my mental health or like just like my soup like my down moments but i'm really excited or like i look forward to you know like i'm hoping to hit my terminal goal by the end of the year and it seems like i may the holidays are approaching so that may be a little difficult but um i'm determined i'm motive i'm still motivated since day one um but yeah <laughs> It's amazing. I don't, know if that answered, I don't know if that answered your question. I forgot the question. No, 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 no please. Like it, it came from the heart, you know, like it, one thing you said in that answer is like, you know, you, you repurpose like all of the turmoil, all of the, the rough times, all of the, you know, you, 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 you've been through those patches where now you're climbing toward the, towards the peak of the mountain you know now you're up for the competition you now you're like wow i've proven to myself that i can take on anything 
and that is literally what super women do. You know, you've taken on one of the biggest, most Herculean tasks, you know, of, of your journey through weight loss and through, you know, battling your own, you know, your mental thoughts and what, how you feel. And, you know, but I, I, what, 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 what's amazing is now you're starting to challenge yourself. You, you are, you became at one point, there was times where you felt like you were your own worst enemy. Now you're becoming your own best friend, you know? And yeah. And it's like, wow. Like I, you know, Oh, you want to, you want to try to put me back down again. Let's say I'm gonna take you head on right now. Like, let's get it. Let's, you know, like it's oh, it's, it's raining outside. Let's go outside and work out. Or you know, or if I feel tired, no, no, no I'm getting up right now. You know? So, exactly. you know, you you've definitely found yourself to be your own best friend. It's definitely a lot of the reshaping mindset. It doesn't happen overnight. We all know that, and that's you know, a lot of people are going to you know, uh, you know, take longer, take shorter. It's a, everyone has a different path in life. But always know at the end of the day, as we go through life, we are our own best friends. And you found that. And you've shown yeah. that to yourself. You've proven that to yourself. You're proud of yourself. You will, you not only a pat on the back, you're giving yourself a full hug and everything. You know, you know, you, so, you, 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 yeah. I definitely learned some self-love throughout all of this. It didn't happen overnight. Like I said, I started last March, March 2019. But I think my first moment that I genuinely had like a moment of self-love was probably in like July last year. So March, April, May, June, July. It wasn't until like maybe four months into working out, being healthier, that I did have my very first moment. Um, I was in the restroom brushing my teeth uh, in the morning. And then I had, you know, when I finished brushing my teeth, I was looking myself in the mirror. Now it's not just, I'm not, you of all people know I'm not conceited. I'm not like not. Yeah. But anyway, I finished brushing my teeth and I was just staring at myself in the mirror, staring. Like I was just looking from, from the top of my head to like the bottom of my um, chin. I was just like staring. I was looking at my eyes. I was like looking, you know, back and forth, different angles. And I had this moment of like, I told myself, I was like, Christina, you're not, you're not like, it's going to sound mean, but I was like, Christina, you're not ugly. Like I was like, in my mind, I was like, Christina, you, you don't, you don't look bad. Like you don't like why I can't believe, like I would tell myself like, Oh, because back then I would, I would be, I would just be so mean to myself. So that moment, it felt good. You know, I had my moment looking at myself in the mirror and I was just kind of like, yeah, like I'm not bad looking. Like I'm not, ugly you know what I mean so having those thoughts for myself it was definitely something I had never ever experienced ever in my life so it felt nice and I remember when I shared that moment with shout out to BFF Brian Lamb um I told him about this moment and he was like I'll never forget his response because it made me cry but after I told him my whole experience, that first experience I had, um, he's like, now you see yourself how we've always seen you. My goodness. God bless Brian Lamb. That is beautiful. That is honestly, I, there's no difference with what, what, what he, that is the most accurate, accurate response. So I like I was like oh I was I died I was like <laughs> it was the sweetest thing ever I was just like yeah I'll never forget his response it was so I wasn't expecting I don't know I don't know what response I was expecting but I, I was not expecting that for sure so when he told me he's like oh now you see how we how all of us have always seen you I was just like. I could not stop crying. Um, that was so sweet. But yeah, that was my very first moment that I have ever experienced, I guess, just knowing my worth or some self-appreciation. And then ever since that day on, like, it's just gotten better. Um, I'm not having any more moments where I like look in the mirror and like, oh, Christina, no, like, there's just been little, like, I know my worth. And I know I am my biggest cheerleader right now. And you're right about how like I used to be so mean to myself, but no, now I am my own best friend because what I've done through this fitness or weight loss journey, like I did it. 
Okay. Like I was my biggest cheerleader. I told myself to not give up. I told myself I, I, I remain consistent. No one else is going to do that. There's support, but I am in charge. I am in control of like, you know, working out or when eating or like just changing my lifestyle. Like that's all me. So just, just putting myself first. That's another thing. I would always want to put others first. I would never put myself first. No, no. It's like, I used to always think like, oh, if I put myself first, that's being selfish. It's like, no, how am I supposed to love others? Or how am I supposed to put others first when I don't put myself first? You know what I mean? Like, I need to make sure that I'm healthy or that I feel good about myself before like letting anyone else in or loving anyone else or, you know what I mean? So it's just like learning all that too. Um, yeah, I definitely, there's definitely a lot more self-love now and it feels good because I don't put up with shit. You know what I mean? Like if I'm not, if something's not like vibrant or you know what I mean? Like, no, like I, you need to put yourself first. You need to love yourself. You need to, and I've never, ever had that. So I'm glad that I am in this space now. I'm at this place now in my mind and in my life where I just truly appreciate myself and everything that I had endured along this journey. So I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited. Like I'm challenging myself now. Like I'm excited to see what the future will hold. That is beautiful. Honestly, like Christina, you've been a bigger sister for me and Rosemary. You've always been beautiful to me inside and out. You know, you've been, you know, I, I, didn't have friends out here and you've always been someone we've related we're nothing was different you know like like if what are you know what we resonate we relate when people have a good heart and you've always had a good heart so brian's comment to you on that how we've always seen you has you know never been well spoken brian's definitely always been one of the most thoughtful that i've known as a friend as well so you know we, we love you we're proud of you that's you know, I'm about to tear up just saying this right now, actually, you know, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, a it's a be beautiful, beautiful, like one of the most amazing stories I've ever heard in my life. You know, um, you know, the, the one thing you said, too, is like the future, you know, like people, you know, it's it's good to appreciate things day to day. And, you know, you will like we all do you like you. I see you on Instagram over here, like tracking your daily workouts and whatnot. So clearly you think about things day to day, right? But like be so excited about the future and be proud and not be, it's not like a daunting thing, you know? It's like, you know, I'm ready for it, whatever's gonna come, you know? Like to have that op optimistic look about things is like, you know, very, very much step ahead of like what you know, all of us do. Cause I, you know, me too, like I, I was actually, times where I'm worried about the future there's times where I'm excited but for you to say that today especially with what we've all been through you know your your mindset your your mental strength I always credit your mental strength but wow like you know you're you're you have one of the most beautiful futures ahead you already have a beautiful path you're you're going to be blessed with a lifetime of family husband kids grandkids you, me and Rosemary be grateful to be whatever wedding day, whenever that comes, you know, see the grandkids happen, you know, we're, we'll all, we'll probably be sharing this interview story at some point in the future, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, it's all, it's all because you inspired all of us, you know, you, you, you define what, what the show is named about, you know, yeah. you literally overcome adversity time and time and time and time and time again. You know, and up until 2020, there's no February. There was, I mean, yeah, there was pandemic was about to happen, but you're already going through a rough path, you know. And so, for you to really just climb out of it, come out of it, and now you're looking so, so optimistic and far ahead and ready to take on anything and everything day to day, long term future, you know, physical, mental, you know, anything, Navardo, family, anything at home, you know. Right. I don't think our audience knows we're going to hang out later today. So we're all going to have fun. But, you know, 
God, God bless you. God, God bless what, what, what you have, have shown, uh, through, throughout this journey. It's not, you know, it's not, and, and it's not a walk in the park. It's not easy. It's not, you know, it that definitely does. Like I said, we, we already talked about it. It doesn't happen overnight. Right. You know, and sometimes we probably need these things to shape us to be the strongest person we can be in our lives. And that seemingly is resonating to who you are sitting in that room today. It, I, we feel it. Like you're down there in Orange County. We're going to see you later. We feel it right now. You know, uh, how strong you are as Christina Gallardo today. Thank you, James. I appreciate that. It's so sweet. Christina, if there's one big piece of advice you could tell the audience, and I know you've shared a lot of wisdom right now, but if there's one, pick one out, one big piece of advice you can tell the audience, what will it be? Oh my gosh. No pressure, right? I'm just kidding. That's, that's, that's insane. None at all. One piece of advice. Um, I think I'd just clump it. <laughs> all together um so we're all given this one life okay it's about your own life it's about all the choices you make like whatever it may be like i feel like you just need to definitely make it count so it's about your life it's about being happy giving love you know to yourself to others around you, with those who make us feel fulfilled, friends, family, like whoever may be, that's what it's all about. Never give up on yourself and you will definitely go far in life. Just don't, just keep, keep pushing forward. I think that would be it. I mean, there's not one thing, there's a bunch, it's a lot, but I think that pretty much to sum it up. And then I want to ask one more question, Christina, before we sign off. What is your dream job? What is your big dream job in this lifetime? A dream job? Oh, man. I mean, I feel like I'm already doing it. Are you talking about, like, if I was, like, freaking in another life? I mean, it'd be awesome to be, like, a freaking famous DJ. Travel the world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Like, I mean, that that that? to travel the world for that shows and be like, realistic or like, you know, if you want to talk about a job, yeah, I hear you. I wish I could be a singer. That's like an affinity job. Why I was like, wait, what do you mean? Job. Like, like, be a famous DJ would be cool, but yeah, yeah. Mean, or like, dream job, like reality. You can, you can answer it however you want, both if you want. I am doing my dream job. I feel that success is when what you do becomes who you are. And what I do has definitely become who I am. And it's working with kids or with autism, you know, being a behavior analyst. Like, it's not what I do, it's who I am. So I do feel that I am doing. But if you're talking like in another universe, then yes, famous DJ hilarious <laughs> but listen i mean when you're pushing and i'll say this in the rest of the episodes this season when you're pushing the next generation and you're feeling like today is your dream job what you're living in like that's something a lot of people in life including myself actually would look for and it can take a long time but for you to say that you're doing that today is a true blessing you really have to thank yourself and God, and you're your best friend. Thank your family too, you know, for raising you who you are. You know, that's that's such a, an accomplishment. We're proud of you. We'll always be proud of you. And we'll continue to ask you for for that inspiration of how we can appreciate those day days and really just every day, every moment in our life, we are living our dream. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Christina, we cannot thank you enough for coming on to the show. We are in awe and admire your bravery to discuss your weight loss journey, pushing through each mental health hurdle, and becoming the strong woman you are today. We're always proud of you. We love you. The herd is behind you. 
mom, dad, junior, grandma, they're all behind you. So keep inspiring us. We are excited for everything that's to come for you. Thank you so much, James, for having me. I really appreciate it. I felt really honored at the fact that you asked me to be on your show. So I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for creating like a safe space, you know, like just making me feel comfortable and sharing my story. I hadn't shared my story, at least not in, into details, just because I feel that it's very personal. But I thought, you know, about your show and what you're trying to do. And then like, um, I thought what better place than to talk about my story than on your show. So thank you so much. Like, I, I really appreciate it. And like I said, I feel super honored. Amen. Thank you so much, Christina. Tune in next week for a Halloween special episode featuring Christian Sosa. He will be discussing his journey from his experience in high school in Virginia all the way to living in Chicago. Thank you, everyone, for staying on for a second week. We have more to come this season. Get after it this week. Crush those goals. Have fun with it. All right, everyone, as always, stay safe. Peace, Christina. I'm James. See you all next week.